friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Yo, we are on a roll, which I shouldn't have said because now we're not going to be on a roll. Let me knock on this wood right here. Um, listen, I don't know why it's been why? it's been out of the five or six years we've been doing this. Three of those years have been over Zoom, and I still laugh when you take a breath to say hello, everybody. It just cracks me up. It's so I gotta stupid. get that air in my lungs, man. <laughs> It's so stupid, but I laugh every time. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Two Friends in the Movie, the show where I invite a friend of mine that's making it two friends, and then we talk two about friends. a movie. Who's the other friend? You. Yeah, but you said you invited two friends. No, I said I invited another friend. To make it two friends. Yeah. But that's saying I'm friends with you. I mean... You're right. I mean, we're, we're more than lovers. Hey, lovers. I, I was going to say maybe an acquaintance. <laughs> oh, oh, so I misread all of the singles. Two acquaintances <laughs> at the movies. But it doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> Plus, the song would be very different. Yeah. Two acquaintances at a movie. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't sway. <laughs> it doesn't flow. There's no flow there. Um, So uh, this, is, this is the podcast where Manny and I thankfully get together. Either via Zoom, like today, or via person, which barely happens anymore. And we talk about an awesome movie. We don't. We were in person last week. We did do you it know, in person. These are the times we're living in. Yeah, man. Sometimes you. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you feel like a nut, and sometimes, sometimes you don't. You can't touch the nuts. <laughs> um. So we're here. It's we're... podcast. Number 81 in the series. Shit, dude. That's a lot of podcasts. That's a lot of podcasts. And this year, we're breaking 100. Yo, son. Yeah, I know it's April. Don't do that. we time. We're breaking it. <laughs> Don't do 19 that. podcasts. <laughs> Don't do it. In the next, what is this, the fourth month? No, yeah. Almost the other, so we have so what, we seven have, months? We have seven months. 19 podcasts. Yeah, we're not going to do it. Never do mind. That. Scratch that. Scratch it. <laughs> not happening. 85 podcasts yes. this year. Yes. <laughs> Maybe 83. <laughs> well, this is 81. We'll get definitely two more before the year ends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but it might be it. <laughs> that might be it. Anyways, in case you haven't looked at the picture and deciphered everything that we need here, this is Creed 3. Number 3 in the series of 3. Creed the 3rd. Is it just a series of three? Well, in a series of three so far. So far. Yeah. I can't imagine them doing this exact story for the fourth time. <laughs> I was thinking as I was watching this, because I had to rewatch the first two uh, just to keep up because I haven't seen them in a long time. And, and you kept falling asleep? And the first one, to me, had such a big impact because 
I, I mean, I know I'm a little bit older than you. Don't do it. Don't do just, it. Just, just a tad. <laughs> okay. And Rocky in my generation, for my generation, Rocky Four, big fucking movie, like huge, you know. Um, but Rocky, everybody held with a lot of respect the Rocky movies, right? Mm-hmm. But that movie got to like six movies. And Sylvester Stallone was like 912 by the sixth one. Well, which, wasn't, it seven, wasn't Rocky Balboa the seventh one? I think Rocky was Balboa the sixth was one? the sixth one. All right. And then, and then, you know, it's what you're saying. Like, I understand the first three. I understand the first four because, you know, Stallone looks great. But if you're being realistic for a boxer to be like past 45 and still be boxing is preposterous. At that level. Right, like you can box, you can box lighter, whatever, you know, like you some celebrity matches, like, yeah, celebrity have, yeah. shit, right? But like, not really like boxing, like getting a. You're not boxing for the heavyweight world championship. Not getting punched with somebody that can knock a fucking the face of a truck. <laughs> I mean, first of all, that's not how boxing is done for anyone. You don't stand in the middle of the ring and just throw haymakers at each other. That's not how boxing is done. Yes, exactly. Now, I take boxing lessons every week oh, for the last couple oh, years. Oh, well, so every Friday, oh, oh. you know, and I couldn't be more of an amateur. But the person I train with is a seven-time champion. He's been boxing for 20 years. And he's like, I can't watch these movies because they're so ridiculous. They're so ridiculous. And, you know, like you really have to make this a fantasy world. And it seems weird because it's just regular guys boxing. Like I see that, you know, all the time, but it's really a fantasy world. You really have to be like, all right, this is not my universe. This is things are done a little differently here. You really have to put yourself in that story and that mindset to enjoy these. And also I got to, I, I have to think if Sylvester Stallone, really trained for Rocky Balboa at, for for the Rocky movies playing Rocky Balboa and things have changed so much and times are so different now and there's such reverence for those movies I have to think that that Michael B. Jordan also trained and Michael B. Jordan looks so chiseled there's no oh, he's way. a beast <laughs> there's no way that he didn't train but these shots like these boxing shots dude like he was more about getting a cool shot they making it look like real boxing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, first of all, it's what this generation loves the most is it's nostalgia. It's mm. the Rocky movies for both generations. The older people get to remember Rocky. The new generation gets their own Rocky. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's our theme. We do this with every single movie that's ever been made in the 80s or 90s. Right, 100%. It's, it's been redone because everyone will pay for it. And they always say, like, you know, Hollywood's out of ideas, which I don't think is true. I just think they know these are money makers. I mean, people people misunderstand the the idea of Hollywood is business. Not 100%. like it's entertainment as a business, not entertainment for entertainment's sake. The same thing with sports and everything else. Exactly. Everyone is there to make a buck. Exactly. So as much as you care or don't care if your team, you know, the umpire called the game wrong, 
that kind of the, that kind of shit makes more money because next time the team is playing that other team that the umpire called it, everybody's gonna go, everybody's gonna watch. So th- it's the same thing for Hollywood. They don't really give a shit so much about the entertainment value as much as they can make the money. That's the offset, right? That's why producers take over movies and they make a shittier movie because they think they got the formula to make more money. Mm-hmm. That's why if you have a movie that makes money, every other movie follows suit for the next 10 years because that's what makes money. That's the only thing Hollywood follows. And I think that for movies that have been a reboot or a reimagining or a continuation, Creed, the Creed movies do a much better job of taking an aspect of the Rocky movies and bringing it, like you're saying, to the next generation because it connects differently. They didn't kill Rocky. They didn't make a new Rocky Balboa for the for the new age. They took a character from the first movie, gave him a son that's in great shape now, and they he then took over the mantle. So really, it's like Rocky has nine movies. If you really look at it, like oh, one hundred percent, it's one hundred percent a sequel to the Rocky movie. Right, right, and it's done very smart because the angle is completely different, right? I th- I think so. I I think I think so. Before. We jump into the movie. Mm. I got. I got to say one thing. Uh-oh. Since we're talking about Hollywood and the business, the movie industry is fucking up. And let me tell you why. Okay. Think back, the early two thousands or so, when everyone started to steal music. Yeah. And it got to the point where it was so bad, where the industry was failing, and they had to rethink what we do. Right. So Spotify came out and all these streaming services came out and people stopped stealing music and started streaming it because it was so much easier. Right. And it was cheap. You could have everyone could afford it. ten dollars right. a month or even less than that, I think, if you get lots of plans and you get anything you want. Yeah. I went to go watch Creed Three. Okay. I couldn't make it to the theaters for this one. Okay. Busy lives, you can't always go. You go to rent Creed Three. Yeah. Do you know how much money it is to rent it for forty eight hours? It's twenty dollars. $20 to rent it for 48 hours. No one is spending $20. You're driving people to go find other means yeah. to do this, and you're losing money. It doesn't. It, it, <clears throat> why can't they make a rental fee $3? Also, make the rental fee, one view, $5. Because yeah, three, three is a loss. Three is a loss. Just, but... One, sure, five four ninety nine, one view. Because you're not gonna watch this movie a hundred times. No, even, or give him like a five hour window. You rent it at noon. You have from noon to five to watch this movie. Right, and and you can't like you can do nothing with it. Like you can back it up to one minute, but you can't restart it in those five hours. You finish yeah. the movie, you're fucking done. They they have ways to do this. They do, and if you want to buy it, fine, twenty bucks. You buy the movie. It's your movie. Right, but they need they need a better system. Of renting movies online because it's going to it's going to wreck the industry. No one's paying twenty dollars to rent this movie for forty eight hours. No, no, it's a waste of money, especially when it's so easy to spend zero dollars to watch it. Bro, and I, I look, I, I am a sucker the plate that paid twenty dollars to watch it, and I only paid twenty dollars because I needed to do this this podcast, right? But I'm going to be lying if I say I try to steal it when I saw it was $20. I try to steal it first, 
the copy that I found was really shit. And I was like, look, I need to get this done. I'm going to pay for it. I have the means. But believe you me, most people in, in the world, including us, most people in the world are very unwilling to pay that kind of money. Unwilling. And it's become, like I said, easier and easier to find ways. More people are going to figure it out. Yeah. And more people and more people. And it's going to happen like the music industry where they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now we don't have any money. We need an emergency plan. Yeah. Just get ahead of it. Okay. AMC should come out with its own streaming service. You pay $10 a month after three months of the movie being in the theater. Bam, it's on the streaming service. Bro, or something like that. Something like that. I, People would go crazy for that shit. And I think that I think that AMC does that or Fandango. One of them does that. Where you can do it exactly like you're saying. But they don't have the promotion time to make it happen. So you know, I, I don't I, think I, you I don't can stream it. it on your TV. Like you can go to the movies for like twenty bucks a month, whatever. It's like yeah, it's I like have three that. movies a month. Yeah, I have that. I have but that. there's no way to stream it at home in a service like that. Like you have to wait till it gets hit HBO Max. I, no, no, and no. no. I, I think they had that during the pandemic. They were doing it, but then they, they were. It but I don't think they're doing it anymore. So I mean, uh, listen. Hollywood, because Hollywood listens to this podcast. It's the best fucking yeah. podcast in the Hollywood listens to. I mean, our highest rated area is San Diego, <laughs> which is right down the block. <laughs> so, I'm quite sure that someone, somewhere, even if they aren't listening to this podcast, is having the same thoughts. And they I better. and I can guarantee, fucking tee you right now, that the the pushback is. $5 is not enough money to even cover the cost of putting the movie on the streaming line, which is not true. But that's, true. but that's what the studio would say. That's not what the producers would say. And that's what Hollywood would say. Because they're mm-hmm. stupid. And they're fucking greedy. Stupid. Of course. 100%. Alright, enough nonsense. Enough Let's nonsense. move to this movie. Listen. So, I... Just a little background here. Mm. I'm not a huge Rocky fan. You shouldn't be. I, I've seen all the movies... But I'm not one of these super fans who watches it over and over again, who right. loves Rocky, who goes to fucking Philadelphia and jumps up the stairs. <laughs> like, I'm not that guy. No. But I enjoy the movies. I'm not going to say I dislike them, but it's Of course you enjoyed the to... movies. It's a white man beating a black dude, you fucking yeah. racist bitch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, going into this, like, I'm a, a casual fan. You know, a fair weather fan. When it's there, I'll watch it, but I'm not seeking it out. So I've never seen any of the Creeds. Six Toe came to me and said, Matt, we should do the Creed 3. And I was like, nah. (laughs) But then he's like, no, come on, seriously. So I was like, fine. So I had some extra time this week. Um, I watched all three Creeds. Right. And it was unnecessary because all three Creeds are exactly the same. It's the same Creed. (laughs) The, The movie... Real quick, synopsis of Creed One. Yeah, bunch of nonsense that don't change, that don't matter. He's gonna fight this guy. Blah 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 blah. Great fight. Creed wins. End of the match. No, he End doesn't win, but he finishes the fight. Mo- well, he finishes the fight. He doesn't lose, but he becomes like this uh, hero, an underdog. It's it's Rocky One. Yeah, it's Rocky One. Right, and then to like shove it down your throat that this is Rocky. They bring Drago's son. They're like, listen, this is exactly the same movie. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. I'm going to disagree with you. The first movie is a kid that 
never met his father, trying to connect with his father with the thing that his father was famous for. Even True. if he doesn't think that's what he's doing, that's exactly what he's doing. Of course. He ends up being an okay fighter, but the fault of that movie, the worst part of that movie, is that it is the first Rocky. The it's the first Rocky, and to me, they want you to feel bad for Michael B. Jordan. They want you to to empathize with him. Yeah. And I, I didn't... I didn't feel the struggle. Well, well, I mean, it's emotional struggle. It's not. It's not monetary struggle. It's really trying so hard to connect to the dad you never met that you're going too many extra miles for it. I guess, but there's not a lot of setback for him. But it, I mean, but Matt, that, the, that's what makes it hard for me. But to to hit the struggle is it. Everything seemed to come very easy right but the struggle the struggle for him is not it's not about struggle because the struggle that he's had is that he's never had his father i mean that's I that is the struggle that when he's fighting in the last couple minutes of that movie mm -hmm. and rocky is like what are you doing what like what is it what is the problem and he says i have to prove because he like he's like oh i, I have to throw in the towel he says, you can throw in the towel because I have to prove that I'm not a mistake. Mm -hmm. That I wasn't a mistake. Come on, the, bro. Powerful. Powerful. The fight scene is the only good scene in that entire movie. Okay. I was very bored watching Creed 1. The fight scene was great. I don't, the fight I mean, scene, okay, I disagree with you, but okay. The fight scene is the only thing that made me want to watch Creed 2. I actually, when I was done watching Creed, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to see the next one. I want to see what <laughs> happens now. But leading up to... The fight, I was I was kind of bored. Uh, it was a predictable story. Uh, I, 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 like you said, I know what the struggle is supposed to be, but in my you don't viewing, connect. yeah, I, I, it was like I want you to train me, Rocky. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> train me, Rocky. All, all right. right, all right, I'll train you. Also, can I say something? My my biggest complaint about uh, Creed Two, I feel. Like the emotional weight of that movie lies entirely on the bad guy. Drago's son has no mother because she disowned him because she's all about pride mm -hmm. and he's being abused by his father the entire fucking time. <laughs> I 100% agree. <laughs> I 100% think that movie. Should have been Drago's struggle. Yeah, and it was, it but they didn't show it enough for you to care. They, they didn't. They didn't make. They didn't humanize Drago enough, right, to make it feel that way. Right, is oh my mom's here. She left. I'm sad. All right, moving on. Like, <laughs> I think they should have connected more uh, Creed and Drago over that fact mm -hmm. that all right, we hate each other. You killed my father, but I wish. There was more at the end once, you know, they fight and whatever happens, happens that they would see eye to eye and like, fuck. And they kind of do it in three where they show that they're friends now. Yeah. But they didn't. I don't think they went far. I think that's a better storyline than what they used. Yeah. And I think that you're right that the mistake was that they didn't show the evolution between them. They just I mean, I think Creed 3 for all that it has that might be good. Creed 3 took 
look at all of the mistakes they made on two more specifically and try to fix them in three. Yeah. And they, uh, they yeah. needed an emotional connection to why these people were fighting. And I think they picked the wrong one. And I think that speaking of emotional connection, the biggest fault, the biggest failure of Creed 3 was not having Rocky in it. And not and not just not having Rocky, not even mentioning him. Like, I think his name was said like once or twice one, in the beginning of the movie. One time. And you never hear it again. Like, what? where like, is he? Like, you know, I, I, he's sick. He, or he's with his son. I don't want to bother him. Yeah. Anything. Even, especially during the fight. Like, that's a perfect time. You know, Rocky would have said this to me. Or have the, the other guy be like, Rocky would have said this to you. You know it. Like He kind of does it, quote unquote, when he says one punch at a time, one step at a time, mm. which is what Rocky taught him in, in Rocky 1 or Rocky 2 or whatever. Creed 2, sorry. But yeah. but it's not enough. It's not enough. Um, And if seriously, if you watch the trailer of Creed 3, yeah. you know the entire movie. You, you've seen the movie. You've seen the movie. You know there's no way he's going to lose. Right. You know they have to make the other guy the champion because why else are they going to fight? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, so the, just, I don't know. Creed 3, to me, was the worst of the trilogy so far. So far. Listen. Um, this, I'm going to give you a 10 times better Creed 3 right now. What, what's 10 times better? <laughs> like we said, they build a relationship between him and Drago. Mm-hmm. They have to have a rematch for him and Drago's. The match was so good. Creed won. That's how boxing works. Yeah. That's why every single great fight has a two and a three and a four or exactly. whatever it is. Exactly. Drago beats his ass. Drago's the champion. Creed then contemplates retirement. End of movie. Now you have a cliffhanger. Is he done? Is he not done? Is he going to fight Drago a third time? Like, that's how boxing world is done. Right. I think you need to see Creed struggle at some point in his career. He has yes. all this baggage and all this stuff from his childhood, from his father, from the way he was brought up, to being an underdog all the time. Like, you need to see him get knocked down yes. to get back up. Yes. And I, I they try, quote-unquote, to do that in the second one. where Or was it in this one where he got... No, it was in the second one. It was the second one where he lost, but it was the disqualification. It's a disqualification because of the way that guy got punched when he was down or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, come on, man. I Look... And you knew that was going to happen because the fight happened 15 minutes into the movie. You're like, right. they're not going to, like, this is 15 minutes. They're not going to win the movie. The movie's a half hour right. long. This isn't a 90s sitcom. So, it's not going to happen. No, so I'm watching it. I'm watching Creed 2 with Stephanie. And she had never seen any of the Creed's. And I said, I have to watch them for the podcast. And she, you know, she was gracious enough to sit down with me and watch them. Much, nice like, much like you, when she finished the first one. She was like, hell yeah, I want to watch the second one. Because the first one does the things that he needs to do right. No, the things that he does right, he does them really correctly. True. Like, it, it, it brings the nostalgia of Rocky. The connection with Rocky is very strong. It makes Rocky important enough so that you care about him and and, and uh, Adonis. And the kind of relationship that we have. And blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, you want to jump into the second movie. 
Then we're watching the second movie, and he gets not he gets fucked up like fifty minutes into the movie, and I'm like, well, that's it, movie's over. And and she's like, yeah, like what do I care that he lost? It's fifteen minutes. It's exact words that she used. It's fifteen minutes into the fucking movie. Exactly. <laughs> and the fight, and then and again at the end of Creed two, the fight scene is great. Yes, they do a great job with the fight scene, yeah. which. They don't do in Creed 3. No, and look, to be fair, Creed 3, first-time director, Michael B. Jordan, he's directing, this the first thing that he's doing is this Creed movie. Um, I believe this movie lacks three major things that made the other ones slightly better. Mm-hmm. One was that the choreography in the fights... Maybe not the choreography, but the way that the fights were shot and shown don't really... Yeah, you, like, with the jail cell coming and the crowd disappearing, like, I, I'm beyond the theatrics by that point in the movie. Yeah. At that point in the movie, you promised me a boxing match. I want to see a boxing right, match. Right, right. The second thing that is that he suffers from greatly is the writing. Because I think that this this is the one that feels the most like a movie. It's very plot-driven in a way that you can see where everything is going to end up. Because it's really made to fabricate. It feels like fabricated moment moments rather mm. than real exchange. Which the other two may have to some degree, but they don't suffer from it. And the third thing that this movie suffers from is that the, the heart of all two creators the previous two creeds, unfortunately, is not Adonis because Adonis has problems communicating and expressing himself, which is the mm-hmm. strongest part of him. The heart of those movies is fucking Rocky Balboa. And not having Rocky Balboa in Creed 3, huge fucking mistake. Huge. You know, it's sad, but Rocky needed to die in Creed 3. Rocky needed to die in Creed 3. He needed to die. Yeah. He needed to reconnect with his kid. He needed to do one more fight. He needed to go home and need die with his kid and his grandson. Yeah. And then you know why Rocky is not going to be continuing on. Right. Because at the end of Creed 3, when him and his daughter in the in the ring fighting, like, you know his daughter's going to be a fighter. Right. Like, that's where they're going with this. Creed 4. She's the fighter. <laughs> she's the fighter. Fine. But you have to close one book before you open the next book. Right. And if you're not going to mention it, then if you want to continue him to Creed 4, fine. But then he needs to be in Creed 3. But either way, Rocky needs to be dead for them to move on to the next story. Absolutely. Absolutely, because then he doesn't carry. And and it almost feels like you can completely skip this movie. Because nothing really happens. I mean, nothing, nothing happens, happens in any of them, really. Except for like he gets cha- he's challenging himself and he succeeds, and then the second one is revenge for his father's death, right? So those mm-hmm. things are kind of important to the character, so you kind of care. Yeah, and you know, in the second one, he gets married, he has a daughter, so things yeah things yeah happen. things move move forward. In this movie, and creepy, nothing happens. Nothing fucking happens. It's just bad writing. It's terrible writing. It's it's bad direction. Um, you know. I thought I loved Michael B. Jordan. Oh. But besides Black Panther, like, I can't find anything that I really like him in. What? 
no, 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 no. <laughs> no, hold on. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. I, I believe him 100% in these movies. Okay. I think his range is great, but I don't think he's picking he's good He's Wallace, movies. B. He's Wallace. Where's Wallace, B? Where's Wallace? I don't know where Wallace is. He's Wallace from The Wire. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's not a movie. Like Fruitville, Fruitville Station. And... Like, we watched that other awful movie he did. Oh, my God. The first movie to ever get zero toes and contender for negative 12 toes. Like, I, I just think he's he's not going to the roles where I think he could succeed in. And I, yeah, and you're right. I think he wants to be, he can't make up his mind. I think he wants to be an action star that can act. But yes. action stars don't act. They just do action. They, yeah, they're Arnold Schwarzenegger. You you see him for a reason. Yeah. Um, and you know we talked earlier about the business. He gotta be paying a shitload for these movies. Yeah. Like you don't get like you don't be Creed and make in the Hollywood minimum. Like he's mm. making a boatload. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard. Like I don't know if I would like. I could do this indie movie where I'm gonna lose fifteen grand. Or I can make $5 million making a creed. <laughs> I'm going to make another creed. Like, I would probably do the same exact thing, so I can't fault him. It's just like, watch him, and I go, come on, man, you're better than this. Yeah, you're better than this. You are, and, and I think that you're right. That What bothers me here is he's the director. He's the star. He has way more control about storytelling than most people do, Right? And why is he not, like you're saying, why is he not saying we're better than this? We need to do I better. Think, I think he needs something of his own. There's too much baggage with Creed. Yeah. Because you have to respect the previous movies. Yeah, yeah. You have to respect the previous directors. You have to go all the way back to Rocky One because there's a system and a way to do these things. Yeah. And if you completely change it, you're going to hurt. That's the problem with nostalgia. Is when you're making nostalgia, it has to be nostalgia. You can't say this is the thing you love, and I'm gonna change the fuck out of it. Right. I mean, unless you're gonna do it right, and that's so tough. I don't think you can do it right. I mean, all they did with Little Mermaid was make her black, and the whole fucking world was upset about it. Shit, dude. Like you can't touch people's memories. You just can't. They have these memories. They love these memories. You need to. You need to respect the memory if you want to succeed you need he needs something of his own that's not terrible like that stupid i don't even remember the name of it the influencer oh, no, the, the, uh, the structure of the piece of shit movier I can't <laughs> even it's called that uh, is the it's the rainbow six movie whatever it's called and and it was so bad that we had for a long while any movie that was bad enough we kind of compared it to that movie. Like, this is not at the level of, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, I'm going to look it up. Cause yeah, it's going to, it's going to hunt our minds yeah. forever. But, um, that movie, and by the way, fan, you're right that he did some really shitty movies. Like he was the human torch in the fantastic four movie without remorse, without remorse. Uh, even the names, uh, it gave me, it gave me, uh, yeah, it's like I blocked it from my memory. Yes, it was so bad. But I mean, you know, then he does something like Fruitville Station. Fruitville Station is such a fucking amazing movie. 
I haven't seen it, but I will now check it out. And it is a true story, and it's a horrible true story. And you know, like we said before, he is an incredible, amazing actor. So you hire an incredible, amazing actor for dramatic roles. You can't have it both ways. And he, he can't have it both. And ways. he wants it both ways, and he's hurting his career. Exactly, because this. These 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 movies have a formula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's happy beginning, shitty middle. Shitty middle. He has to make a fight. There's the training sequences. There's the struggle in the training sequences. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I'm gonna do it. There's the fight, the up and down fight. I'm winning some rounds. I'm losing some rounds. He wins. Movie's over. Movie's over. Like you have to follow that formula if you want this movie to be successful. Yeah. Hundred percent, and and they're not the box the 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 movie studios aren't giving him millions of dollars to make a fucking original Rocky movie that no one wants to say. Well, he has to follow the formula. He has to make money doing. Hundred percent. I mean, this is once again what we talked about in the beginning. Um, Hollywood wants the money to be guaranteed, so they yeah. don't they don't move anything around. I have to tell you. <laughs> Because you mentioned Without Remorse, and we're such big fans of it. <laughs> the movie Rainbow Six is in his upcoming projects, which is the the answer to Without Remorse, which is a prequel to Rainbow Six. So we are going to get a Without Remorse part two. I don't know if I can... Handle? If I can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Handle another Without Remorse? I don't know, man. After what we've seen, look, let's, uh, all right, let's talk about the good things about this movie. Yeah, let's go back to Creed. Back to Creed. Back to Creed. Um, obviously, uh, Jonathan Majors, and that, by the way, look, I'm not a boxer. I don't even box as amateur as you do, but I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I cannot abide by is I'm looking at Michael B. Jordan, who is a fucking beast. He has mm-hmm. muscles I didn't even know existed on a human being. But don't put him against that kid that played Drago's son. And don't put him against Jonathan fucking Majors. Yeah, like people know how boxing works. <laughs> and there's like a five pound leeway in boxing. Yes. And even that's a little much. Like for for the state to agree to let two people fight... Like, you have to be within a few pounds of each other, or the state won't even let the match go. Because somebody's going to die. <laughs> someone's going to die. So, and I don't care how much a fighter wants to continue. <laughs> it's not his decision. Right. <laughs> Listen, I don't care how dramatic you make this movie. You couldn't pay me. If you gave me all of the money for the rest of my life, all of it for the rest of my life to take one motherfucking punch from Jonathan Majors. I will tell you to go fuck yourself because <laughs> the only thing that's going to happen is that my brain is going to come out through my ears and nose. Yeah. You won't be able to live. Like no matter how much money they gave you, you'd be dead. So it didn't matter. Did you see that man? He's, he's a monster. He's a legitimate monster. Like if you saw him, you'd be scared. Like he's a legitimate monster. And it's, like, I guess 
they feel they need that factor. Like, that's what makes the underdog. Like, that's the visual, you know, interpretation right. of it. Like, he's so much bigger, but it doesn't matter. It's like that David versus Goliath sort of feel. But that's why I said in the beginning, like, you really have to pretend in this movie. Because... Yeah. Your natural thoughts of what people know about the boxing world doesn't exist here. Bro, there is a scene where Jonathan Majors climbs two ropes at the same time and makes it to the top of some metal shit. Easily. <laughs> like, he's not even struggling doing it. I'm saying, and I say out loud, the words that came out of my mouth is, there's no fucking way. There's just no, there is there no human being. Maybe, maybe, real, real talk. Maybe, uh, let's say uh, uh, Mike Tyson in his, he's a, like a Mike Tyson type, though Mike Tyson was a bigger dude and way more mm. powerful than Jonathan Majors looks. But maybe they can punch each other and they will feel it. Like, I, I'm sure Jonathan Majors can take a Mike Tyson punch. No, Jonathan Majors is an actor. Like, not a, <laughs> like if Jonathan Majors' character could probably fight Mike Tyson and, in and real life. In real life. And make it a boxing match. <laughs> Not standing in the middle of the ring, just swinging at each other. And also, like, that's not how, like we said, that's not how boxing is done. But if we wanted to, like, that would be the comparison. Right. Like, you do not, like, like the Michael B. Jordan, the, the Adani's Creed. If Mike Tyson saw Adani's Creed, he would laugh and be like, this is this fight. Yeah. I can't do this. I'm going to kill He's you. like a Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> He's going to dance around the ring. He's going to use his defense. Right. He's going to fight guys. His size, right. who also dance around the ring. That's why people like. That's why the Floyd Mayweather fights were struggling to make money because they were boring. Because he would dance around the ring for 10, 10 rounds, he's, and then once you were exhausted, he hit you in the face, and the fight was over. Right. Floyd Mayweather is the most technical boxer in the history of boxing, or at least in modern history of boxing. Yeah, in our time. Yeah. He he just touches you. He's not even punching you. He's touching you and making you swing. He plays with your head. And then when you swing and swing and swing and he's, you'll never catch him, then he'll come in and he'll punch you right in the fucking gut. Yeah. He like waits for you to make a mistake. Right. As soon as you make a mistake, you're done because he's better technical. than you. Super technical. That is not what a, what a Dynasty Creed is in these movies. A Dynasty Creed well, that's is what a, he should be. <laughs> Dynasty Creed is just like a powerhouse, quote unquote. And look, listen. I'm not saying I also would take a punch from Michael B. Jordan. There's no way. I also would not survive a punch from Michael B. Jordan. No. But, but the difference is, Michael B. Jordan punches me, and I'm in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. <laughs> Jonathan Majors punches me. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> You're in the grave the rest of your life. <laughs> so it's, it, it, makes it, it makes it hard. Maybe that's why the struggle is hard for me to connect with, because... The whole thing doesn't seem real. Right. Like none of this would actually happen. No. No. And not even let's not even talk about how Jonathan Majors comes out of nowhere. He's 40 fucking years old. Whatever he is, 35, 37. Too fucking old to box. Just came out of jail. He's he's just starting to box. And then he makes it to the top in one fight. In one fight. And beats the shit out of the champion. Like this wasn't like <laughs> He barely won or went to the decision. Like, I know we fought dirty a little bit in the fight, but he beats the shit out of a trained champion boxer. 16-0 knockouts. Knockouts. 16-0 knockouts. Every day of his life. 
Jonathan Benji just punched him once, and he died. <laughs> and this guy out of jail for 18 years. Right. Before he went to jail, was a poor kid. Right. And then when they show that scene when Creed is on the Stephen A. Smith show, and then Jonathan Major Colts, he's in this fucking giant penthouse. <laughs> he's doing. He's got these crazy stairs where he's doing fucking push-ups on the stairs. Like, wait, what the? Where did he get all that? Like, did, did Creed buy up that house? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Also, listen, I understand. Listen, and the bigger problem with this movie, once again, is that it's just scenes. There's no connecting link. There's not yeah. a story. There's just scenes. But there's a scene when Adonis finds out that that uh he goes um the big the champion was supposed to buy fight drago mm. that's what's gonna be you know like not jonathan not not uh michael b jordan whom you know should have been creed drago fight too like you're saying uh-huh. instead it's the mexican kid versus drago all right and then somebody comes in and breaks drago's arm with a piece of metal or whatever yes. it is Whatever, yeah, he jumps him. And then they find out that that guy is friends with Jonathan Majors after Jonathan Majors fights the Mexican kid and killed him with one punch. He disintegrated mm-hmm. him with one punch. <laughs> Which also doesn't make any sense because the the Mexican kid, Felix, I think his name was, is the same size as Michael B. Jordan. Right. Which, like we discussed, is not the size of Jonathan Majors. <laughs> right. <laughs> it never happened. I can understand if you can push it so that Creed has something personal. And he's like, we're doing this. But that guy is going to look at Jonathan Majors and say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't care that he doesn't know how to box. I'm not punching that guy. Yeah, there's no reason for me to fight this guy. <laughs> Nothing. 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 It's all It's all bad for him. Right. Like, if he wins, nobody cares because he should have beat him because he's some guy who hasn't boxed in 20 years. And if he loses, he loses everything. Like, there's no advantage for him to fight this guy. Nothing. One of my bigger problems with Rocky, when I grew up, when I was a kid, it was great. But when I grew up, was that Apollo Creed has a whole thing because the the champion gets hurt or whatever. And Apollo Creed doesn't have a fight, but he needs to fight because he needs to make money. And Mm -hmm. he needs to keep his his belt. So Apollo Creed comes to the promoter and says, Yo, fight me the upcoming fighter from Philly. It'll be a great underdog story. And and I was like, even even like a 17, 20-year-old, like, you know, when I rewatch Rocky or whatever, I was like, why would he do this? Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what you say. If he wins, nobody gives a shit. And if he loses, he lost to a nobody. Yeah. Why would you do that? It's all downside. <laughs> and boxers at that level don't just take fights. Like... You sign contracts. Right. You train for six months. Right. Like boxers in the gym, I go to fight in a month. Like those are the guys that fight in a month. Right. And even those guys, like the trainer is coming out of retirement. He needs. He's fighting some bum. Right. And he's like, I need at least six months to train before I can go actually fight you. Right. Like that's not how. Like you tr- boxing isn't done in a whim. You know, like what are you doing tomorrow? Nothing. You want to box? No, why not? Like, it's not the way it's done. Um, I had a big problem. So they kill Adonis' mom in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that should have been the Rocky scene, right? Yes. 
that would have been the Rocky scene. They just kind of modified the script to be like, well, Stallone's not coming because he hates the producer, because he won't give him back right, the rights to Rocky. Fuck you, mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone. You've made a bazillion dollars off of Rocky. You make a bazillion yeah. dollars off of Creed. You don't need to own the rights. What do you need the rights for? Yeah, and if you want, you should have sold them to begin with. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can like understand Mc- it because he was a kid and he needed the money. I get it. But but relax. Like, you should have been in this movie. And it would have made this movie, movie 2% better. And that would have been the 2% that you needed for this movie to be all right. It was never going to be good. <laughs> sure. Like, this movie feels like a two-hour way to make Creed's kid want to be a fighter. Right. And you did just you didn't need it. Um, I don't know. It just and like I wrote down some notes. Let me go back to my notes oh, so that I feel this paper here. So, like I said, the only thing I haven't talked about was one thing I think the movie misses a lot. Is there's no real jovial parts. There's no the real what? There's no funny parts. Oh, there's no yeah. lightheartedness. It's all like serious, 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 yeah, serious, for sure. serious. For sure. Uh and I think you need like levity. Some levity somewhere in the movie. It's, it's all heavy. And I think that's part of what makes it kind of boring is that you don't Michael B. Jordan's character doesn't struggle enough in life where you need this much heaviness to stay in tune with the character. No one's life, especially where he is in his life and where his wife is in her Mm -hmm, life, mm -hmm. is all bad things. It's just not. No. You're never going to convince me that a billion-dollar boxer and a billion-dollar music promoter who lives in this giant house, who has all these great friends, who's doing all these cool parties— has a bad life every day of their life. No, right. And, you know, like, they, they do things that can't touch you. Like, his his wife, when they met, losing her hearing. Mm-hmm. So she had to stop performing. And then she's like, yeah, when I stop performing, it makes me sad every day. I'm like, bitch, I've never even seen the inside of a house, like what you live in. Yeah. Who fucking who? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I can't sing anymore, so all I have to do is write songs and watch these very talented musicians sing my song. Like, you're not living on the street flipping burgers because you can't hear anymore. Like, you're still a very big part of the music industry. I understand that it's probably very difficult to go through that. And I understand the struggle. I sympathize 100%. But, like I said, you're, you're not, you know, you're not a Walmart greeter because you can't sing anymore. So there's that's what I'm saying. Look, levity, which you're talking about. Yeah, there are parts like of this... just a fun scene with her daughter. Like, make it doesn't have to be like she's watching Creed's fights and watch like because even that it's it's lighthearted, but it's still heavy at the same right, time, right? Because it's bringing all these other emotions in, right? Like, just go to the fucking park and have a fun day. Yo, something like there is a part in the first Creed that I've always laughed at hysterically. And it's that she's play- he moves into the apartment above her. That's how they meet, right? Because mm-hmm. he moves to Philadelphia because he really he's going to fight. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. He moves to Philadelphia. And then he moves to the apartment above her. This is in the first Creed movie, just to be clear again. And then the music, this music like at 2 in the morning. So he's like, what the fuck? And he goes downstairs and starts punching on the door. And she opens the door and she's like, what? And he's like, 
uh, I'm Adonis. He's <laughs> like so shocked, obviously like in love at first sight. So instead of yeah, it, <laughs> it shows a human side of the character, right? Which I think they lose in two and three. Absolutely, but I I think that two <laughs> still has. You're right; it's diminishing returns. Two has a bit of heart, but it's only because Rocky's there, and Rocky's yeah. like it's more it's more of a Rocky movie that Rocky watched his father die, and he's like, I don't want to see you die too by the guy, the son of the guy that killed your father. Like, he, there's too much emotionally in for Rocky. There's too emotionally in for his mom. But there's yes. nothing in for him except for nothing revenge. in for him. Yeah, and this movie has none of it. You none don't feel it. bad that he's that he's went on his boy because if I'm 16 and my boy pulled out a gun and the cops show up, you best fucking believe I'm running. I hope he's running too, but I'm not going to jail because my boy pulled out a gun. Get the fuck out of here. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, and I can understand that Jonathan Majors is angry. Of course he is. He spent 18 years of his life in prison. I get it. He's angry. He's angry at society. He's angry at himself. He's angry at his friend. He's angry at the guy that they were beating up. But none of that makes up for this movie. It's true. There's, you lose the heart. And you had so many opportunities. Yeah. You, even with the mother. Like, you could, when the mother dies, he could have brought that into the match. Like, you know, I'm doing this for my mom. Like, there was no, like, the mother dies. They're sad. All right, that's over with. Now we're going to do this. Yeah. Like, there's no bringing, like, I think they could have brought it with the granddaughter. Like, with her, like, instead of being a fighter, make it more like the mom. I don't know. But there's a way, there was a way to bring more heart. And there was a way to bring more levity, levity to the movie that they think they missed. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I'm sorry, I, I, I actually appreciate it. That at the beginning of Creed three, Adonis Creed is retiring. He retired a champion because that's what most boxers do. He's still young. He's a yeah. millionaire. That's when you retire. Your wife is you a become, fucking multi platinum producer. You're gonna and have you a become good a and you become a promoter. That's what a lot of fighters do: is they make a gym, right. they become promoters, right. and then they train. They have their own group of fighters that fight under your name. Right. This is the Creed group. This is my guy. We're fighting Jim, you know, XYZ. Your guy. Right. Like, that's how fighting evolves. Right. And that's uh, what so they show here, except that he has to fight the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. <laughs> All right. I think we... we Listen, uh, before we, we you move on, I'm going to say to you again one more time. Say it to me. Say it. Jonathan Majors climbed two fucking ropes <laughs> at the same time. Easily. <laughs> he just did that shit. I've never yeah, seen like, a human uh, being do uh, that. He did like four like pumps. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I'm at the top. Like he wasn't like, oh my God. Oh my God. This is so hard. No. He had a smile on his fucking face. I've never seen a human being do that. I struggle going up a fucking flight of stairs. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not smiling when I get to the top. I'm like, fuck yeah, I did it. All right. This motherfucker climbed two ropes at the same time. There is no fucking way I'm taking a punch from that. Like I don't care how much money. I don't care how much I've trained. It's never I happening. I could climb one rope with both hands. Like I couldn't even get like a foot off the ground. This motherfucker. Holy shit. If you're not going to watch this movie, and I hope you don't, 
at least, or maybe do, I don't know, I don't care, at least look for that scene. It's fucking insanity. It's insanity. Uh, if you like Rockies and you want the nostalgia of it, I mean, you could do worse. That's true. But if you're looking for a high-quality movie, you're not going to get it. This is a pure nostalgia movie with a bunch of violence. Not even. I think that this movie is <clears throat> the first salami out of out of this grinder. It's like it's just salami. There's nothing in it. There's no there's no good flavor. There's no good seasoning. It's just fucking salami. And, just salami. Yeah. And you know what? I don't like salami that much. Exactly. <laughs> like it just it feels like the the one that feels the most like a like a structure structure movie. And it sucks for that. And I don't know if Michael is that Michael B. Jordan's fault. And you're you're right. Why would you give a first time director this movie? Yeah, it's 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 tough. And it's I, I have to imagine any person who's directing and the star of the movie is an almost impossible task. Yeah. Like, it's just I'm not in the movies. I don't know what it's all about, but there's it feels like both jobs alone is very difficult. To do them both together and one of them for the first time, it like it almost seems impossible that you're going to knock it out of the park. Right, right. It should have been a different movie for him. But anyways, like you were saying and I interrupted you because two motherfucking ropes at the same time. We've talked enough about this movie. We talked about the ropes all the time. Too much. Everyone knows about the ropes. But Mr. Six, though. Yes, sir. Here on Two Friends of the Movie with Matt and his buddy, we have a rating system. And the rating system goes from zero toes being without remorse. Yes. To six toes being Freddy Got Fingered. No. <laughs> to being everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. So, where in the scale between without remorse and everything everywhere, does Creed 3 fall? I think Creed 3 gets one toe. I was kind of struggling between half a toe and one toe. But I have to say, if you watch the other two, it has some merit. It is following the story of the guy. You see a little tiny drop of his evolution. And it is part of the life of the characters. You may care about it. Um... The directing for a first time direction, he shouldn't have in his movie, but it's not the worst directing I've ever seen. It's just it shouldn't have been for him to direct. Yeah, it's not terrible, but it's not great. Right, and I feel like this movie falls on one toe. I I probably I would probably even give it a toe and a half, but I really can't bring myself to. It just there's not enough in it. It just feels like a movie. The other felt like stories. This feels like a movie, and I can't, mm-hmm. I can't respect it, you know, enough. How about you, Mister Lamatina, Mister Boxing One Hundred and One? Can climb two ropes, two ropes at one time. I can climb two ropes at one time with my fucking feet. <laughs> All right, upside down with my feet up the ropes, three pumps. <laughs> Between without remorse, while eating a salami sandwich. <laughs> Between between zero toes, which is uh, Christmas with the Campbells, <laughs> and six toes, which is uh, the weird act, weird the the weird Al Yankovic story, where does Creed fall? You know, it's a tough one 
I was thinking one and a half before you started with your with your end results, and I think you've convinced me to go down to a one. Oh shit! <laughs> it's it's a movie for sake of having a movie, yeah. Which it boils down to, there's no real story. There's no great action scene. There's no great acting in the movie. If yeah. you if you wanted to watch this movie and it came out with Creed Four, I don't think if you didn't see Creed Three, you would miss anything. No, it doesn't involve the story. It doesn't move it along. It doesn't move the actors along. Really, you don't see real real progression or growth between anybody. You don't care about any of these characters. You you, you just don't feel like. You, if he wins, he loses. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. he just at the end of the movie, like, I just want it to be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is at the end of the day, what I'm looking for is: is there some connection? Do I feel anything for these people? And and I, I don't. It's not funny. It's not. There's nothing in it. It's not emotional enough where it drags me in. Right. It was a run out the clock situation. Like, all right, when when are we gonna get to this fucking fight? And I think what hurts it more. Is the fight scenes in Creed one and two were I won't say great, but so much better than the fight scene yeah, in Creed three yeah. that it's more of a letdown because you're expecting the fight scenes you've seen in the previous movies, and this one is worse. And you're like, come on, the the only thing I was fucking waiting for was a good fight, right. and even that you failed on. Yeah, right, right. So one toe from Mr. Matt Lamartina. Shit, that's a grand total of two toes. So. In Michael B. Jordan's history, I had two friends in a movie with Matt Sixto. Two different movies with a possible 24 toes. He's gotten two. Yeah, he's not doing two toes. Great. I think we need to we need to reindicate uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, he needs to. Man, fuck it. I don't have to do yeah. it. He should do We're it. We're calling him out. <laughs> We're not, he does, we don't owe yeah. him anything. He owes us shit. Yeah, meet me in the ring, Michael B. Jordan. I, yeah, six don't pay twenty dollars for this movie. <laughs> yeah, you owe me twenty dollars. I'm gonna bring, yeah, bitch. I'm gonna bring Jonathan Majors to punch you in the mouth for real. See how yeah, you like top that of shit. two ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, speaking uh, speaking a little bit of of track, um, I have heard from a lot of people, which I don't understand, a lot of hate for everything, everywhere, all at once, winning first movie, uh, best movie in the Oscars. I've heard some racist inclinations that they only won because it's an Asian movie full of Asian people. I've heard some uh, miss some people saying that they didn't care that the movie was what the movie was about or how it turned the story and that they get it, but that they don't see the greatness of this movie. And I have to say to all of you that don't understand why this movie is great. I'm only going to say one sentence. It got 12 toes. So sh- twelve toes. Shut the, fuck up. shut the fuck up. You don't know shit. You, you don't. You where's your fucking podcast? Yeah, what's your podcast? Let me hear your fucking review. And just to point this point out, yeah, we did this movie long before the hype started for this. Oh movie. yeah, oh yeah. And we gave it twelve toes and said it was the best movie of the year way back when the movie first came out. That's right. Before half the world even heard about That's it. That's right. So we're not jumping on the bandwagon. We're not saying, like, we're not influenced by other people saying how great it was or we thought it was great. No, we were first. Yeah. They followed us. That's right. And I have to to say, we also said, if he didn't win Best Picture, 
out of all of the choices that were there, and I had a, 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 an argument with one of my very close friends saying that the the what's it called the the the, the fucking Scottish movie whatever it was called the oh yeah the, Banshees of, uh, of Hiroshima whatever the fuck of, yeah <laughs> Ignatia Ignatia that that one should have won because that was the most Oscar and I was like look man this isn't about that this movie took the formula that everybody's been abusing for the last fifteen years and turned it on its heel. And that's why that movie deserves to be best movie. Yeah. And where's your fucking podcast? And if he doesn't give it 12 toes, your podcast is shit. You're shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving forward. Yes, sir. Three movies coming out in the next couple of weeks. That's right. That have to be podcasted. That's right. One. Yeah. Rainfeld. Yes. Two. I can't wait to watch that. Yes. The new Evil Dead movie. Yes. Three. Yes. Bo is afraid. What? No. Bo is afraid. I was with you into that one. What is that? <laughs> we talked about this. This is the Joaquin Phoenix movie. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That is kind of it, like everything it, everywhere you said. Yeah, it's like psychedelic. It's it's fucked up. Some people call it a horror movie. Some people are calling it a comedy. It's, it has to be watched. It has to be watched. And I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to be great. I'm not saying it's going to live up to everything everywhere. I'm just saying it has to be watched. And it has to be recognized for at least trying something. Yeah, man. Um, uh, so we'll see how that is. But those are the next three we have to do. Also, uh, because we have such influence in Hollywood. So much. When we did the... My phone's been ringing the whole time. It's Hollywood. Hollywood producers. Hollywood calling you. When we did The Batman, our la- the, the end of our view was that The Batman should have been an HBO Max miniseries. Correct. Guess what happened, Matt? Oh, oh. did HBO call? Yeah. Did HBO <laughs> fucking call? That's right. And now they're doing The Penguin. Oh, oh, look at this. They're doing uh, The Batman series on HBO Max. Surprise, motherfucking surprise. Who said that first? Yeah. Two friends in the movie. So, not only are we naming the best picture of the movie well before the Oscars. That's right. We're also naming what series should be done. And now are currently being done. You know what I'm saying? So why are you not listening to Two Friends in the Movie? That's all I'm asking. The you. most influential Hollywood podcast <laughs> there is. And San Diego podcast that there will ever be. Yeah, San Diego is our is our star. <laughs> that that's you know, they're above the rest. But the rest of you are far behind. <laughs> oh Lord. Um anyways, we talked too much shit already. And I just wanted to. This, I just want to let. This was a longer podcast. Yeah, I just want to let everybody know we're always fucking right. So I don't want to hear it from you. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Even when we disagree, yeah. we're right. We're right, both of us, right? Always. <laughs> Me more than six No, 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 no. We're, six We're always right, both of us. The end. That's where that ends. All right, all right. I'll end it there. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Thank you for stopping by and listening to us. Yeah, go watch some of those movies I, I just said because we're bound to do at least one of them. Yeah, man. Um, right now, somewhere on this planet, I'm going to say this because I hate it when Matt says it. Somewhere on this planet, it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood. It's true. It's true. Doesn't that feel nice to say? No, because it's not ours. It's somebody else's. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a nice sentiment <laughs> to end the podcast on. You're like, hey, you know what? They may have just talked shit for an hour, 
But it is a beautiful day outside today, and I'm going to enjoy life. <laughs> Just cue the music. San Diego. No. Got a Two friends in a movie. 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 With Madison Stowe. With Sister and Matt. With Madison Stowe. With Sister and Matt. With Madison Stowe. Madison Stowe. Madison Stowe. Two friends in a movie. Two friends in the movie. Two friends in the movie.